Hey listeners, I can't thank you enough for downloading and listening to this show of mine, and I'm really excited for you to hear these next couple of episodes. I am kicking off season two with Justine. We did two episodes of this TV show, so please stay tuned for part two slash episode two with Justine, who is an amazing guest and and has so much insight to provide, and hopefully she's a new regular. So before we get started, I'd like to announce quickly that I am jumping on the Patreon bandwagon and I'm working on setting up my own page. It's still a bit under construction. I'm working out the tiers, but here is what's coming up for November. There are some great and affordable perks for anyone who enjoys the show, including an entirely different bonus show that you will get access to if you donate at the $5 level or above. For those willing to donate at the $10 level, I will give you a big shout out and you will get the chance to choose one episode, topic, or documentary or series for us to cover. It's really, there's a wide range, there's very little that I'll say no to um, as far as topics go, so get creative. Um, Tell me what you want to hear, what you want to talk about, what you want to think about. Uh, And for anyone who is interested in being on the show with me, you can go ahead and let me know because this is an option for our $15 a month supporters. $15 a month supporters will be able to choose the topic, come on the show with me, record with me, um, and be featured in an episode. So I will keep working on bonus content for all of you, but if you sign up for the $5 tier or above, you will automatically have access to at least one bonus episode per month of our original podcast series, Chopped in the Background, which is a fun foray into discussing content whilst watching one of the Food Network's best and longest lasting shows. And a kind of a, just a guilty pleasure of mine. Well, not guilty, just a pleasure. A guest and I will take a looser format approach to a chosen topic, something juicy always, and indulge in our curiosities and gastronomical fantasies by t- tuning into a random episode of Chopped, played, that's right, in the background. The first episode of this series were, was recorded with Larry, who was, on our ge- who was our guest on episode two of this show, and he will be... I'm sorry, he won't be available. The show will be available as soon as you sign up. (laughs) Sorry, Larry. I almost sold you there. Um, And again, our Patreon page will be found at patreon.com slash A-W-D-W-L. It is not up, it is not live yet. However, please follow us on Instagram at and what did we learn in order to get all of the updates, including new episode drops, as well as uh, status on the new Patreon page and when that launches. Again, I can't thank you all enough, and I can't wait to continue to create content and start this second season off with a bang. And without further ado, here we go. I'm so fucking excited. This episode is hilarious. I can you believe? Can you imagine being the producers on this and you get the footage that you get, especially at the end? Like, oh man, I would just be like, fuck yeah, this guy's such a piece of shit. Oh my god, it's so good. It's like he doesn't know he's on camera or something. He has no awareness, no self awareness. Um, so this person named James Ryan lives in Vegas. 
This is episode two of Hot Girls Wanted. Turn well, on. first, we get a segment of a bunch of people talking about Tinder and oh right their, yes, and their their relationship with Tinder. And I don't really have anything to say about this too much because um, I only ever had Tinder for like two months at one point right. years and years ago. And um, this sounds awful, but I only ever had it to like as something to do when I was bored. Like, oh, yes, no, yes, no, like exactly <laughs> what we're going to see James do in this episode. Um, right. And I never actually met up with anybody off Tinder. Um, I had a girlfriend who was going on dates every single week with new yeah. people. But um, it's just a bunch of people like talking about their experience with it. And one girl actually says, I like it because I can just send somebody a message and straight up tell them I just want to have sex. More power to her. I wish I had been in that position ever. <laughs> That's just not, I don't know. I guess I'm too emotional. Um, either I don't want to have sex with you or I do because I like you. And then it's going to be an issue if you only want sex. I guess that's been my experience up till now. And it's probably going to stay that way because I'm probably going to get married soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, Tinder, the Tinder of it all, I, I didn't have the app Tinder, but I had, I, date, I dated online for sure. Like, that's how I met the, the guy, the Russian guy with the big dick. Like, I, it was online. Like, I didn't just run into him, you know. <laughs> he was Russian, by the way. Um, well, he was born in Russia. He didn't have an accent. Not that that matters. It'd be fine if he did. Um, but, yeah, I, I used OkCupid and Plenty of Fish. And it's the same thing, you guys. My like, brother met his wife on Plenty of Fish, which is See, hilarious. I, I met Kyler, my soon-to-be fiancé. We met in on OkCupid. Um, and I had a lot of not great experiences from it, and I definitely related to what these people were talking about. Like, I got ghosted, and I never tried to push someone who said they only wanted something casual. I was just like, okay, that's fine. That's you. You do you. Um, it was always I was misled, or I was lied to, by guys who just wanted to fuck and then didn't want to have to, like, deal with it. <laughs> like, deal with life. Yeah. Um, so that sucked. But... So I relate a lot. Yeah, it's easier to just go someone or, mm -hmm. you know, do that when you just met them online. Because in your head, you're probably like, you know, I'm never going to see this person again. It's not like it's somebody that you work with or someone that's uh, right. that was that you met through like a mutual friend or anything like sure. that. It's just like, well, I don't even have I to give this person an explanation because I'm never going to see them again. So. And don't get me wrong, I definitely was like, sorry, this isn't going anywhere to people. But I was upfront about it. I didn't just, like, stop talking to them after making plans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was whatever. You're not going to hit it off with everybody that you meet. Um, yeah, exactly. But if you do, and then you go on, like, five dates with them, and then you stop talking to them, it's like, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So this guy in the episode is 100% misleading women. Um, and that, that to me is the rub. That's where it becomes yep. something that is. I agree with you. I wrote all of that down. <laughs> he needs to be more clear. <laughs> yeah. And I think the reason he's not clear is because he has no self of, he has no sense of self. He is, so we'll, okay, sorry. I'm just going to get into like how this, how this, uh, germinated. 
So James is the director of marketing for a nightlife company in Las Vegas. He's he's very like into his life. He goes, doesn't get better any better than this. He goes, like, I throw adult pool parties for a living. And he's forty. Okay, guys, like it's fine if you're forty. Forty is not old. Okay, but this guy. He doesn't seem 40. Like, he seems like he's 22. And we'll get into that further in the episode, because I have no problem with, like, being older and still acting like you're young and stuff, especially if you don't have kids or anything like that. But it's something But there's certain things about this guy that's a little fucking weird, so... He's got, like, a partially, like, a delusional disorder. Yeah, we'll get into it, like you said. So, and then we see, like, kind of right off the bat... We meet Jessica, who's gorgeous, and I relate to Jessica so hard. Um, not because she's gorgeous, I'm not saying I'm gorgeous, but I mean because of her strife. Every uh, single woman relates to Jessica. Yes. Every woman this, relates to Jessica. She's under the impression that they're in a relationship because he, clearly he has led her to believe that so he can have her on the hook. Like, it's just a fucking fact. Yeah, the way it's edited is it's, did you get this, that it's kind of going like back and forth between the two of them? Yeah, absolutely. And he's over here like Jessica. Like Ooh, like yeah, she goes she goes James and I are, have been exclusively dating for blah 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 and then it kind of goes to James and he's like, you know, I like her but I can't really see myself dating her like long term. And it's like long-term, what? Exactly they they have two completely down. different views exactly. about what this relationship is. And I wrote down, ugh, sounds about right. <laughs> That's exactly it. She says I assume we're exclusive and I can picture a future. Oh, this poor baby. I, I just she could do so much better and I'm sure she has um, and so um, then he says that shit I said meanwhile he's on the apps being a pig he can't let them down it's like he's an addict to the apps like he can't refuse any potential woman that is beautiful that he might that might want to fuck and this whole entire thing he's constantly swiping through tinder I wish I counted how many times yes. we actually see oh, him going through tinder drinking game. but one thing I don't get like if you work in nightlife, if you work in Vegas, you have girls coming in and out that want to hook up, want to do this and that. Right. Why do you need Tinder that badly? I think he has, I think he gets a certain confidence from it or he lacks a certain confidence that you need to approach people in real life. Because I don't think he has any confidence at all. This is all, Tinder is his confidence. Yeah. If he liked himself, he could figure out what he wanted. So... We don't know the whole story yet. We haven't learned his history yet. So I'm just writing, like, there's too many options and it makes men act like a fucking baby's in a toy store. Like, oh, there's too many things. I'm overwhelmed. Like, me in a bookstore. Like, there's too many good books. But it's like, oh, there's too much pussy. Like, I, ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, and he says the goal is to find girls and have a couple, a fun couple dates together. So he puts it out really clearly. Ew. And at this one point, he's flipping through. And he's like, ah, oh, she's cute. She's a cute girl for old. And I'm like, you're 40. And he's looking at like a 26 year old. I know. That's who this guy is. I know. And the thing with that is that I'm sure he's constantly getting new girls because I'm sure that girls that travel to Vegas with their girlfriends will change their location settings. Like, I've had a couple of friends sure. that do this. Like, when you go on vacation and stuff, it's, yeah. it's all the people who are however far away from you right so yeah yeah yeah. It's like you get anywhere you go you're getting new feed depending on where you are and who else is on the app right that's so that's true and vegas yeah is a like, huge tourist uh place so i'm sure he's legit getting new girls every single day on there and it goes back to what you said about 
this is a person. It's like it's almost not a person to me anymore because this is someone that has nothing to do with my life. They don't even live in this state. And there you go. Mm-hmm. That That's a good observation. So that's why you're on my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, I wrote, is he a sex addict? Is he a tension addict? Is he just a piece of shit? <laughs> like, I don't know yet. Uh, and he says, this is a, and then he, like, immediately after I wrote that, they show a scene, and I could tell they, they were presenting it to us purposefully that way, because then they immediately have a scene that, that, where he's going, oh, well, this is a superficial app, and my behavior is superficial, uh, but it doesn't represent me as a person. It's like, um, and I wrote, it's how you treat and think of other people, so yeah, it's how you are as a person, (laughs) He goes, he's like, I had to put my subtitles on on my TV to understand when he said this, but he's like, oh, please don't tell me I didn't swipe on anyone ugly last night. And then he holds up his phone and then he goes, fuck. And then he unfriends her. Like, it's as if he he goes unmatched. Yeah, it's as if like when you wake up hungover and you're like fuck and you know you were like taking pictures or something and you're like it's the the same someone that you liked them yeah it's the exact same like uh vibe as that as like oh please don't tell me i posted something stupid on my facebook or please don't tell me i texted my ex-boyfriend or something like that you know what i mean he's just like oh please don't tell me i didn't swipe on any ugly people last night ugh unmatched his his relationship his relationship is with tinder it's not with the women you know tinder is his 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 person yeah (laughs) and these people these women are vessels and it's disgusting to him i'm not saying they're vessels in real life but to him they're vessels like he's literally not i was talking to kyler about this i'm like i can't i can't understand the brain of men or men like this because he's literally not not like he's pushing it away it doesn't even occur to him that they're people like he hasn't thought about it's like he's six years old yeah and he didn't think about the fact that people have feelings like he has not developed in that sense like he a lobe is missing i swear to god (laughs) yeah so i wrote he has peter pan syndrome because he's 40 and he thinks he's 20 um he has this whole no regrets attitude um and i wrote what are you avoiding james (laughs) so i was very angry yeah, he says he's looked back on the last 20 years and he's had the most fun. Ugh. And then he, like, talks about how 24-year-olds now and 24-year-olds back then are yes. two different things. He's like, well, nowadays a girl's pushing you back trying to eat out your asshole when back then a girl wanted yeah, to, like, get married and, yeah. Yeah, he goes, girls are more experienced now thanks to porn. And he's, like, happy about it. I'm like, oh, you love how they're all victimized and, like, dead inside. That's great. Yeah. And I doubt that, I I mean, honestly, I think that's women performing what they think men want. It's a classic example. And, again, I have friends who are men who watched a lot of porn when they were younger, and it fucked them up. Like, it fucks with your head because it makes you think, you get desensitized, and I, I'm sure it can happen to women as well, but it's, I think it's more of a male thing. And they start to see women as, like, sex and a human are separate. Like, you can't have a, a friendship or a relationship with a woman if you're going to fuck her. Like, they, it's like they, they're separate things in their head. Yeah. Um, and so he says, it's not my fault. I'm just keeping up with the times. I said, ugh. He says this so much. He says it's not my fault so many times. And he's so defensive because he knows how he sounds. He's not going to come to it yet, but he does. He's starting to hear how he sounds. 
Um, and I just wrote, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has roommates, which I thought was interesting. And then I thought it was really interesting that they are women. Um, so we get into that. I don't think, not quite yet. He mentions, um, he mentions something about his roommates because he's showing us his room and first of all his bed wasn't made which really bothered me because it's like like first of all you're 40 years old make your fucking bed yes make your fucking bed second of all i make my bed every goddamn me too second of all it's like even if you don't make your bed every day i'm not judging you but you have a fucking camera crew in your house shooting for netflix (laughs) literally the most popular way to view content nowadays or at least i think it is absolutely make your fucking bed for the camera but he has like that he has no self-awareness yeah he, he no self-awareness. yeah he doesn't but he has like a he calls it a, his buffer and he has like a t-shirt that he keeps in between his like headboard and the wall and that's the first time we hear that he has a roommate because he says this is my buffer for the bed so that it doesn't make a noise when i'm like fucking the girl in the bed or whatever he and says I'm like, what are you like 16 in your room and you snuck someone in like what's wrong with you <laughs> i don't know yeah it's just, just so gross and braggy and I, I think I wrote that, too. So he finally gets into how, like, when he was young, he felt like a nerd, and dating was scary. Um, so obviously he's overcorrected. Um, I said, this is so obvious, see a fucking therapist. Like, duh. Uh, he never dated in high school, which is, like, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Like, not everyone dates in high school. It, it depends. And I think, I don't know. He, but he seems to think that that's, like... He was yeah he said that he was always a, basically or something yeah he he says like he was always basically like in the friend zone like he was always known as like the best friend oh you're so nice this and that like you're he was never like the Can for a second yeah i was that for plenty of guys growing up because i'm a good per like i'm a good friend and so i'd end up in that and they'd all be in love with my friend vanessa love you vanessa you're beautiful and i'll blame you <laughs> um but we've been friends forever but i never i didn't do this like this is not how i compensated for it i just like grew up and was like well you have to be assertive you have to and they were like someone. showing all these pictures of him like he was gonna be some like overweight guy with like glasses and braces so with like a headgear thing on and he was he like like a normal guy yeah he was just like average looking like he, there wasn't anything bad about him the truth, like the truth is that he yeah the truth is that he's a normal fucking guy and then Tinder came along, and he's like, oh, I don't have to grow up. I can just use Tinder. Yeah. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> so, and then he's on Big Brother. Yeah, he so reveals like, that he was on Big Brother, what, season six? Yeah, it was in 2006. Did so you ever ago. watch, are you a Big Brother person? I'm not a, I don't watch it. I know a lot about it, because people in my life watch it, and, like, my boyfriend's parents are really into it. Uh, do you watch it? No, my friend Jen is super obsessed with big brother isn't it funny how people that are into it are into it yeah fuck yeah she like um when it came to canada like well it's been in canada for a while but she's always told me to audition for it she's like oh you do so well on it and i'm like i'm too like turned up for that (laughs) show like i need to go on like a jersey shore type show like i'm too turned for like big brother yeah fuck that but um it's all psychological but when we were talking about doing this episode i actually asked her if she remembers this guy and she does because she's been watching it since like day one 
so what yeah she she's think? like she, what were her feelings? uh she's just like yeah i remember him like every girl like thought he was hot so he does say that he got bombarded with girls after and he's never had it and when she told me that he was very popular with the fans like yeah it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. He was like the nice guy. He he time. was yeah, he was good. Like when they showed the clips of him on the show, I'm like he was yeah. way better looking then than like he is now. And normally I think True. men look better with age, but yes, not this one. Well, I have to say too, like he looks awful to me because I think he's such a piece of shit. It's yeah, very hard for me to find him attractive. Yeah, um, but it's not like he's. If you saw him walking on the street, you wouldn't be like Ugh, ever. Um, but yeah, he says. I had 28,000 MySpace friends. Yeah, he says he went He says he says went into the house with about 28, and he came out with yeah. about 20,000. Right, and I said, and I wrote, okay, so, of course, he's on TV, and girls see him as this archetype of, like, the nice guy, which I get. And so he gets all this fan mail, all this reaction, and he's got all these girl th- girls throwing it at himself, and then his he, his growth stops. He got what he wanted when he was a teenager. It's 2006, and he's done growing up. Like, that's basically what happened. And then he he says now, as a 40-year-old, there's no rules to this dating thing because all girls want to do is sleep with me. It's like... Yeah, like, he says a couple times, like, it was wild because I would tell girls how many girls I've hooked up with, and the girls didn't care, and they still wanted to hook up with me because it's like, yeah, because girls just want to fuck something like they just wanted to fuck you because you were on the show that they like which is yeah, funny because right before this today i was listening to the latest feathers in my hair hi liz uh-huh. love your podcast liz. and she was going on about like the javi and lauren situation for anyone out there that watches teen mom and she was <laughs> she was just like never fuck a guy that's been on tv just like just don't yes. do it just never fuck Preach a guy that's been on tv like, and i was like highlight on my notes like for sure james because this is what you're gonna get a james slash a javi because they're the same person oh and it's (laughs) funny because you were talking about james dean earlier not james dean no this is that's the guy's name right james the guy we're talking about okay okay yeah yeah james no no no, 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 but i'm saying it's funny because it's another james yeah 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 and uh I don't know. So he and he also won so, sexiest male reality star of 2006. I had to write that down as well. Which is like in 2006, how many reality shows were there? I remember. I yeah, like, reality was not a thing back then, it so it like wasn't. Shows. Kardashians weren't even a thing that yet. They weren't even a thing yet, guys. Imagine that the Kardashians weren't that big. Yeah, Kardashians <laughs> started the year after I think they that. Might have, yes, they did. But um, thank you. But yeah, so but that's how like he's talking about it like. I don't know. It was so long ago, though. Like, 2006 like was, like, a million years ago. Do you know what I mean? It's like, sad. It is sad. That's what I'm saying. He has this Peter Pan syndrome. And mm-hmm. everyone around him is like, what is wrong with you? Because we get to hear from his roommates later. But first, he goes on a date with Alexis, this girl Alexis. Which I, I kind of love the whole Alexis of it all. Um, excuse me. I liked her a lot. It's really good. Oh, my God. I loved her. I feel and like I, I would like, be friends with this girl. She was too smart for him. Like, she just was. And at first, he's like, oh, I like her. She's different. And I was like, I bet that's what you say every fucking time. And then you meet another girl, and you like her, and she's different. It's like, uh, you know, um, how 
it's like such a stereotype when kid like a kids want a dog and the parents are like no I'm not gonna get you a dog because you're gonna be excited about it for two weeks and then you're not gonna want to deal with it and you're just gonna be onto something else you're gonna want a hamster you're gonna want a bike mm-hmm. like whatever it's like that it's like childhood it's totally he, like that he he's like oh this is exciting because it's new and I don't have it yet and I need to have it and once I have it eh, it's boring um, but unless somebody else wants it <laughs> then I want it again um, yeah, it's coming from someone who works with children daily. So I'm just <laughs> explaining like it's exactly like a fucking child. Um, and he's like, oh, she's not different. She ran me up because she necks him. She says something negative and he's like, oh, she got me. Oh, she's different. She's smart because she can say an insult. Yeah, <laughs> she said something. Yeah, she like made fun of him for him his she, age like, or something. Yeah. Or something. yeah. She's 25, and, so it's not like she's 21, but. No, yeah. and it's fine. I, I don't know that I would have gone on this date if I were her, but it's fine that she did. Like She said that it. the reason why she liked him was because his profile picture, he was with a right. dog. And guys yes. with dogs get her. Basic. Which, like, I feel like he knew what he was though. doing with that one, because obviously girls love wasn't animals. He, though, wasn't, he, wasn't he saying, like, I found out girls like hockey players, so I keep up this photo of me playing hockey? Was that him? Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but he doesn't play hockey, like, he just has played hockey in his life, so he left that. So it was like, she fell into his trap, the dog trap, not the hockey trap. Yeah. Uh, and um, he's like, Alexis is not like other dates, she ran me over. And I went, how? By asking normal questions? Who are you usually dating? <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's got a, I mean, I he's like, like her, she's got a unique personality, like, I can actually talk to her, like, she actually knows what to say and how to click or whatever we know jessica she can talk how dare you like poor jessica but they like go out to this restaurant and what we were saying before about how he wasn't like clear with his intentions with the girls yep i don't know what like for me personally like if you just want to fuck a guy or a guy just wants to fuck you whatever like you're not going out to eat with them like you're not especially at like a nice restaurant like if anything you're just going to a bar to do a couple shots and then going back to the place but he takes her out and then he acts like they're gonna have a thing he says it he's like oh so like yeah i could see myself going out with you again this like he does and he's very flirtatious with her he he definitely does not make it clear that he just wants to fuck and that's it no he makes it he he advertises himself as the exact opposite of that which is exactly what i'm saying i dealt with on dates and i think it's because deep down he wants a real connection but he has no capacity yeah he just he can't and he even says something to her like very flirtatious like oh i'm very good with directions like once i've been to your house once like i'll always remember how to get there now like if if i'm if i'm gonna be invited again (laughs) like so weird like why are you bragging about not needing google google maps like okay (laughs) but that's something a guy says that like likes you likes you if a guy just wanted just wanted one night with you and that's it then why would they right then why would they be like oh if if i'm invited to your house again like they they wouldn't even bring up going to your house again so no i don't know he he misleads uh, absolutely and thank you for saying that about dinner because i (laughs) any guy i met online i fucking bought me dinner okay like at least once and twice actually and then later would be like um i'm not really looking for anything and i'd be like then why are you talking to me god anyway 
So it's over. <laughs> I'm over it. But I agree with you. Like when I, uh, I actually really noticed when I started dating Kyler, uh, who was, you know, looking for the same thing I was, obviously that's why we're together five years later. He, he said right after our first date, um, we're, well, it wasn't our first date. It was like our second date, our second hangout. And, uh, he had stayed over again, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> now they know, I don't care. Um, we, we, we definitely had sex on the first date, but Hey, we're still together. So it's fine. It doesn't have to be a stereotype. Hello. But, uh, yeah. I'm like, queen of doing that. So <laughs> why not? Like, why am I here? <laughs> I'm going to do both. I would like to date you more, but can we no, my sex? two, my two longest relationships did on the first date. The yeah. one time I actually waited like two months to do it with a guy he literally dipped out on me like right after after hanging out for two months every single weekend going out together everything so i i don't agree with the a guy will respect you more if you wait i don't agree with that i think if a guy likes you he fucking likes you and it doesn't matter exactly it's either gonna happen or it's not it's either gonna be a real thing or it's not yeah it's just you're right people enter the equation with their own intentions gender aside yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember Kyler is very genuine. I He doesn't say things he doesn't mean. He doesn't make plans that he's going to break. Like, it just doesn't happen. Um, he's really good about that. And we, I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now. But, like, we were driving to breakfast. And we passed, like, the mall that I lived by. And I was like, oh, it was about to be Christmas. It was right after Thanksgiving. We met on Thanksgiving weekend. And I was like, oh, man, I love the way that they do the lights in that mall for Christmas and I was like I would really love to go there and see them this season he's like and he put his hand on my knees like we'll have to do that next time we're together and I was like really because I was surprised he said it because most guys like you said they don't say stuff like that because yeah. they're not trying to get stuck and I looked at him and he's like I'm picking up what you're putting down and like right then I was like oh oh this guy's not a piece of shit <laughs> And he's not. He's still here. Aww. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I get exactly what you mean. He is absolutely, it's like he's trying to mislead them. But he's so hapless. He's like, I don't get it. Um, so, anyway. So, poor Jessica. She sees him on Snap. Again, Jessica is the woman who thinks that she's exclusive with this delayed, <laughs> stunted <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and she sees him on Snapchat taking pictures with a, a blonde girl and a koala i don't know i don't know i wrote that down yeah it's koala. like uh like a stuffed animal uh, okay so <laughs> they're just like flirting like um they're yeah. like at a club like it's like club videos you take when you're beside like someone Snapchat to the music dude. like dancing on each other type of thing whatever mm-hmm. she's like she doesn't want to watch it, but she's like, you know, it's his job. He has clients he has to take care of. Oh, By the way, this girl. girl he sees was not Alexis. At first, I kind of thought... No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Alexis, because at first, I kind of thought it was her, because the way they edited yeah, it was kind of weird, because right. it was... But it's like that same night, or the next Yeah, night. yeah, like the scene... They they showed the scene of her talking about it right after the scene of his date with right. Alexis, so it kind of... But it wasn't it Alexis. Was um more clear about that but yeah and then she says something like it's not wasn't till the second video where he's about to kiss her and then it cuts out 
And I was like, he's a camera whore. And by the way, this girl described the video in the most detail I have ever heard for anything in my fucking life. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yes, I wrote, here she is rationalizing. She's like, she's like, she's like, a piece of pink confetti came down. Yes, the confetti. And she grabs it. And her fingernails were blue. Her fingernails were blue. And she was wearing fake eyelashes and she had red lipstick like she described every fucking second of the video yeah it was so funny i was like and if you yeah it's funny because it's on film like because i know i did shit like that like if a guy that i thought i was dating like that popped up even if it was before i met him and there was a picture of him with another girl i would analyze it because what the fuck else are you gonna do but it's because it's on camera and you're just like oh honey like as you're saying this you have to know I mean, I like, there's all these know. producers looking at you like, oh, dear. I know. I just feel, I'm not blaming her. She was absolutely, absolutely tricked. Um, but I feel Yeah, she bad. said, like, the camera cut out, like, right before they were about to kiss. And we actually get to see the actual uh, Snapchat, which is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he was like, oh, we got close with that one. He's, like, proud of it. He's such a He's like, he's like, but, uh, but it cut off, uh, right before the kiss. Like, it cut off at the important part. So, uh, I'm good. We're not gonna know what happened. It's like... And I said, naturally, when she confronts him, he immediately gaslights her. Well, she says that she wrote him a long text, like, asking him why he would do that. And we, we didn't get to see that text, and I wish we did, because I love screenshotting a text message on a show. But we did she does let us know that he's like i don't know what you're like talking about calm down like what are you what's your wrong with you you're crazy like it's the classic like yep i didn't do anything you're crazy like that should be like a fucking epitaph on his gravestone i swear to god um and this is when i'm like his roommates are women (laughs) he lives with women like what and then he says, "Okay." This and they're is the young women thing. too. They're, they're young, like yeah. they're like in their early twenties. Well, they're in Vegas. I mean, I I would imagine like not a lot of older. But why does he have roommates? I know that's what I said. He's. I thought he was a VP of something. If you have this amazing job, uh, you're a yeah, former right. reality star. Where you're obviously on the internet all the time. If you're on Tinder, I'm sure you could probably be making like Instagram money and stuff at this point. Like, why the fuck do you, why the fuck, is, is Vegas super expensive to live? No, I, I, my guess is that he is, he's living like a child. Like he doesn't know how to grow up. Like he probably doesn't want to live alone. I think he's a very lonely person. And I think he wants to Because unless Vegas is like New York City expensive. No, it's not expensive to live in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Like why the fuck? I don't know. I think 40 is a little old to have a roommate. No offense if you're 40 and you have a roommate, but I just think no, that's a no, little old but to you're have not a roommate. This guy. Well, especially in his situation, but what I think is that in his mind, he's still in his 20s and he's living the party life and this is acceptable and this is what you do if you want to pull on that charade. He doesn't want a wife, he doesn't want a life, but he does want female companionship and he is not acknowledging that that the sex and the meaningless shit is not addressing the companionship that he wants. Because you can see that they're close because these girls talk at length about him. You can tell that he talks to them about everything. And I swear to God, again, I hope this person's not listening. It's not my parents, but it's another person. It's the same person who talked about face fucking. 
he and I are close friends, and mm-hmm. I think he really, really needs that companionship, but he does, not that we would ever be together, us, but, like, he doesn't get that he, he wants that from someone else. He doesn't get those two things can go together, sex and companionship. Like, it just doesn't compute. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, that was a long tangent. Uh, so he says... Well, we meet, we meet his roommates. Yes, we meet uh, Maddie and Kaylee. And I just wanted to say, uh, he gets these texts from Jessica, and he says, oh, I'm just going to not talk to her now. He's like, it's called tactical relocating. How he gets rid of all the girls. He oh, yeah, I wrote that too. <laughs> he, he posts something where he's like messing around with another girl, and then, oh, all the other girls will get the hoot. It's so bad. It's so bad. I just wrote he's a piece of shit. Like, I can't even. Yeah, can't he's imagine. like, if I want to get rid of a girl, all I have to do is get drunk and post a couple of Snapchats. Tact- tactical reload. And it's too much like drama to actually tell yeah. them that I want to date them, is what he says. Oh, wow. Um, he goes, it's too much work. I don't want to deal with their feelings. Have you ever seen the movie um, Bad Match? Does anyone want to date? Say it again. Bad Match. Oh, I don't think so. It's on Netflix. Okay, so it's it's like a thriller horror comedy, I guess. Um, It's it's so fucking good. It's about this guy that is exactly like this motherfucker, like new girl every night on Tinder you know uh giving them everything they want and then there's like a huge twist it's one of those movies that you can't say too much about without giving it away but he meets this girl and all this like fucked up shit starts happening to him but like watching this like reminded me so much of that (laughs) movie and i was like yeah damn i wish really bad things would happen to this guy because he's like such a douche you know i know and it's beyond because he's it's not like he's in denial of the fact at this point that these girls have feelings he is out of his mouth saying i want to like i don't i want to fuck them and i want to do all this shit but i don't want to deal with their feelings Mm -hmm. and that's like okay then fucking sign yourself into inpatient therapy because you are borderline like sociopath psychopath right now because that's not a thing you can't do that you're 40 years old even if you're not romantically involved with someone you can't interact with them and not want to deal with their feelings like yeah i mean if it's like you're 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 their boss and they have to do what you say like sure but person to person relationship a, a a voluntary relationship you have to care about their feelings. You don't get to be in that situation if you don't. And I just wrote, wow, 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 because I was just so upset. <laughs> I just don't understand how it's too much work or too much drama to tell the girls that he doesn't want to date them. Like, if you just tell them straight up from the start, if you say to them, before we have sex, we're not going to date. And I get people still catch feelings. Like, I get it. But if you make right. it clear, and if you make it clear before, you make it clear after like then it should i get some with some girls that will be but if you i told you a million times like this isn't what instead of leading them on like we literally saw him do and then doing his whole fucking tactical reload as he calls it like Ugh. oh pisses me off so much he could say i think is yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no it's fine 
it could save a lot of time. Yeah, I agree with you. And you know, yeah. it's interesting that you bring that up. And I'm not to be a geek or annoying, but to to bring behavioral analysis into it, people they have to learn. Like it's a learned skill to understand that it's actually easier to have a conversation or to have even a confrontation than to avoid it. But because the immediate effect of avoiding something is getting away from it, certain people get stuck in doing that because they would rather push it away, push it away, push it away as a, a like a low maintenance, constant pushing it away than have that shorter period of actually facing it. It's, it's all avoidance. And one of the things that's really, really cool and interesting about human behavior is that avoidance and escape are different because escape is you actually get out of something. Avoidance is you put it off. And this guy is the king of avoidance. He puts everything off. He doesn't actually ever escape anything. And I think it's because he really, A, he can't deal with confrontation and he can't be the bad guy even though he is the bad guy. And B, I think on a level, on a certain level, he does want companionship. But then he's like, no, because I have to keep getting all these other girls. I think he's conflicted inside, but he's terrible at dealing with it. And he has no social emotional skills whatsoever. Which is so and sad because he's 40 years old. Like. He's not 21 no, years old. He's 40 years old. Oh, like it's completely his 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 Absolutely. emotional intelligence is to that of like an 18 year old. Or lower. I if that. Lower. I would say, I would say 10. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he has no emotional intelligence. He's like, I can just be in my own blob and I can just do what I want. Um, and he, I don't think he actually has self-confidence. I think he, he knows a way to fake it. Like, it's kind of like how people who do drugs, they have confidence when they're high, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why they have to stay high. And I'm, I'm, I watch intervention constantly, guys. So sorry. Um, that's just my <laughs> reference point. Um, but I think it's like that. He's high on attention and he can't give it up. So anything else that comes up, he'll just put it off and avoid it and, and get it to at bay so he can keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. It's all a momentary, it's all instant gratification. Uh, he doesn't have any long-term plans. You notice? Like he has no long-term goals for himself and he's 40. Uh, yeah. I think his uh, long-term goal is to do this forever to work in yeah. a vegas nightclub you're not hugh hefner fuck there was one hugh hefner fuck 21 year old girls and just do it for forever and it's like he's teetering on the age where it's like you're getting to the point where you can't do that anymore no um well, and if you do it's gonna be not accepted because obviously he doesn't have that type of fucking money that he can do it forever because he still has roommates no. so yeah. You know? Yeah. And that might be an indication that he's really irresponsible with his money. Maybe too, which I could see. I could see him going out and partying. But he had he had an Audi when uh, he picked up well, that's good. Alexis. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. It having a nice car does happy. not mean That's all it means. Having money. <laughs> but if you go all out every night, like, think about how much, like, I haven't gone out, so to speak, in a long time. Obviously, COVID. But I'm, yeah, you know, going out is fucking expensive. And in Vegas, right. too, I can only imagine how mm -hmm. expensive it it's is to be... It's uh, not there, but they take, their, they take your money in another way. Yeah, they take your money and like, uh, going out and buying drinks all night, and I'm and assuming knows, that's like, expensive. He has this position, this title, but like, who knows how much he actually makes, you know what I mean? 
like what club is it like he doesn't say um yeah we don't yeah we don't it's not really clear what he does yeah it's like when people say like i'm an i'm an entrepreneur (laughs) and you're like what does that mean (laughs) 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 so um so finally we start getting he's talking to his roommates about reject or about his stupid tactical reloading bullshit and also about alexis the girl that is different than every other girl because he's all special because he insulted me uh and the oh shoot so maddie has maddie starts talking about how he finds these girls he likes them and then he freaks out and then he just bails and then he just goes and finds other girls which is so common <laughs> and then alex or not alexis Kaylee says he thinks he's there's always going to be someone better and he does say at some point there's you'll never run out of girls which is disgusting and I just don't know how you can live with this person (laughs) I don't think he advertises himself this way to other people I think he accidentally let too much slip he did a lot of different personas for the film crew and they put them all together and it's very clear to us who he is Mm -hmm. but he gets by you know Uh, and Jessica is cyber stalking him (laughs) Oh, I said, ugh, this is so me in 2015. Um, it's been a month. She hasn't heard from him. And she's still, like, texting him. And she sees his, like, red receipt. Which is a long like, time to be still hung up on a guy. A month? Yes. Uh, I feel bad. She must have never experienced this before. <laughs> I like, wrote, how big is this guy's know. dick? She's still obsessed with him. I just don't believe that this guy is good at sex. And then she goes off. She's, like, sending him all these, like, long paragraphs. Like, long-ass paragraphs. He's not responding back. He'll respond, like, a word or two here and there. Like, you can always tell when, like, someone doesn't want to talk to you. And you should just take that hint. But this girl isn't. And then she'll be like, oh, well, he did. Well, like you just said, uh, he has his red receipts on. And then she's like. three dots. Yeah, she's like, oh he read it he didn't reply oh but he just retweeted something two minutes ago like that's oh my God, that fucking really weird i was i was like jessica like honey like stop it <laughs> this is not cute and it's also not healthy um Ugh. i i just i can relate to doing those things i can't relate to telling a camera about those them to be on fucking film for everyone to see <laughs> to for totally the rest of your honest. life exactly on netflix of all places i know and i wrote has jessica had an exclusive relationship before because she doesn't seem to know what it should look like like she actually seems confused so it might just be her first experience i don't know with this she's way too fucking gorgeous and sweet she seems like way too sweet and gorgeous to like even fucking give a shit about this guy she sees the good in people and unfortunately she got snagged by this piece of shit and so he's back on a date with alexis the 25 year old blonde and he's like oh we might possibly have a decent thing here he says to alexis and i was like ew that's not even romantic and also why are you saying that you know you're just gonna take it back he's like i've been like less active on the apps lately just letting you know because i have like a good thing going right here which once again is leading a girl on I'm sure he said that to Jessica. That's why she thinks they're exclusive. The chairs in the restaurant they were at looked really fucking comfortable, by the way. I was like, I was like, every time I go, I've never I sat go. at chairs like that. They were like, they looked really comfy. Anyways. Yeah. 
well, we all got to go to Vegas. I'm just kidding. Um, Girl. Talking about out of all things, out of all things, he's like, I want to be a, I don't want to have a kid, but I want to, ha- I want to be a Boy Scout leader. And I was like, um, I don't think you're a good candidate for Boy Scouts. Like, you're a total perv. Did he I'm mean like, like. Childless Boy Scout troop leader, which sounds great. Did he mean like actual Boy Scouts or did he mean like, um. Like, you know, like, the Big Brother, no pun intended, stuff? No, he stuff. meant Boy Scouts. He was talking about Boy Scouts. He wants to be the leader of a Boy... Do they have Boy Scouts in Canada? Yeah. They're not called Boy he Scouts, was- but they're... But oh. same thing, yeah. Yeah, so in America, Boy Scouts, unlike Girl Scouts, are a big thing. Like, Girl Scouts are around, but they teach you how to, like, fucking set the table and shit. I was in Girl Scouts, and I bailed. I hated it. I got bullied, and I didn't need to spend an hour learning how to set a table <laughs> um they don't teach you anything cool <laughs> i was in but like girl boys. guides yeah see that already sounds better so boy scouts you know that gets up to eagle scout and it's like really revered still in the country like people get scholarships for being eagle scouts so it's a jesus thing. you yeah. can get a scholarship so, for anything in the states well i guess it does require a lot of discipline and you have to deal with being a boy scout in high school and getting bullied so that's true uh it's not funny to be at bad. first i thought he meant like uh you know like the big brother yeah um, big brother big sister where yeah, you which is a thing. where you do stuff for kids that don't have parents and stuff like you hang out with yeah. them and take them to do things and like stuff a mentorship yeah, mentorship. I was like, this guy does not look like he could fucking pitch a ten if he had a gun <laughs> pointed to his head, you know? Yeah, or tell a kid how to live. Like, here, kid, here's how you live your life. Don't make any real money. Have roommates when you're 40 and just fuck everything that comes along. Sounds great. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, and I said, it's fine. It is fine to be single. It is absolutely fine to be single your whole fucking life. I don't care. But you need to be decent to other people, you shithead, is what I wrote. Because he's a shithead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and, and then we see Alexis showing her mom a picture and she's like, doesn't he look like Ben Affleck? Like, no, she's like showing her mom his Instagram and she's like, like, she's like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. She's like, cause then he'll know I'm looking at his Instagram if I accidentally I like, like one of his pictures. pictures. It's oh, like, God, we've all been so there real. before. Yes. Like, that don't is so fucking real. touch the picture. Yeah. And then his mom's like, ooh, he looks like Ben Affleck, doesn't he? I'm like, he looks nothing like Ben Affleck. Nothing. <laughs> But you know how pictures can be. You know, it's really funny. This is such a tangent. But um, I, before I started my company last year, I was still working for an established company, a big one. I won't say the name. Um, but uh, not that I didn't like them, but they probably don't want their name associated with this <laughs> podcast. Um, and they hired a new supervisor. And I work in behavioral therapy specifically with children. So naturally, much like with teaching, it's female dominated not that it should be it'd be great if there were more men um and but we they there were men here and there and they didn't usually last that long and but they hired a new manager or a new um program supervisor somebody who's in charge of like the children's therapy and it was a a guy and he came in and they're like this is tim that's not really his name but it's tim and here Mm -hmm. he is and he's your new manager and i was like this guy looks exactly like my boyfriend (laughs) Mm. he looked so much like my boyfriend like he had the same mannerisms he had the same haircut it wasn't like he was him but like it was just weird I I had never had that experience before Mm -hmm. and so I would get like I didn't have a crush on him but it would be weird because I would be like you felt like weird around him yeah 
yeah yeah i felt like a weird tension around him and then i remember i was like oh this is crazy it's just in my head da, da, da. and then i was with a client who was 15 she was like 13 at the time and they were like we want to see what your boyfriend looks like i still work with her now she actually works with me independently Woo, i got her um and uh <laughs> And I showed her a picture of my boyfriend, and they immediately go, that looks like Tim! That's Tim! Her and her brother. And I was like, no! Tim's not my boyfriend! It's not him. It's a different person. But it validated me. So I was like, I'm not crazy. Anyway, he was a good guy. <laughs> um, he, he was actually a very good manager, so I'm glad that he was there. But uh, that was weird. But anyways, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes pictures can be deceiving. But A, her mom saw many pictures, and B, that guy looks nothing like fucking Ben Affleck, okay? Nothing like Ben Affleck. By the way, my favorite picture ever of Ben Affleck is him standing outside, like, in the rain, smoking a cigarette, and he's, like, he's, like, rolling his eyes and looking up. Do you know what picture I'm talking about? He just looks, I'll send it to you after, he just looks so fucking defeated, like, He's just smoking a cigarette, like, rolling his eyes, looking up. Like, you've never seen a more defeated person in your fucking life than Benny in that picture. Ben Affleck Affleck and Matt Damon forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. Um, And Marky Mark. I love him, too. Okay. So, and then Alexis' mom is like, oh, or Alexis maybe was saying, oh, how weird he's 15 years older than me and 15 years younger than me. Well, before that, I just wanted to mention that there's a video of Uh him singing the song Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. And she's like, how old is he that he knows every word to this song? And I'm like, I thought everybody knew every (laughs) word to that song. Okay, first of all, that song came out when I think I was in, like, Because what year is this from? 2017? Yeah, I'm literally right. like pretty much the same fucking age as this girl. I love that song. I yeah. know every word. I jam out to that, knows song. that song. Why is this girl You're such a hater on that song? that song? Yeah, I think she was. I think honestly, I think she was just uncomfortable with his age and just keep. She kept thinking like, "Oh, is this a sign? Oh, is this a sign?" Because we'll get we'll, we'll right see now. later that she obviously yeah, and yeah, the fact that she says that to her mom, like, yeah, he's 15 years older than yeah, me and 15. Ex- like, exactly in the middle. It is kind of weird. weird. That's like, well, obviously her mom was 30 then when she had her. But... Which I don't think the, the age differences in people are such a big I, deal. Um... It depends where you want. One of my life. one of my best friends is like younger than me, and she's dating a fifty year old. And hmm. a lot of people I like talk to about her are like, "That's so fucking weird." And I'm like, "I don't think it's weird. Like, if they have fun together and they have a connection, Honestly, like, who the fuck, the ca- who the fuck cares?" Did um, you yeah. Did you hear um, the episode that I did with? Uh, oh my god, I'm terrible. What was the show called? Marrying Millions. Yeah, Mary Millions. I did the episode on Mary Millions, and we talked about different couples, and I'm not going to remember their names. But there was one couple. I did it with Maria. Sorry, Maria. I'm terrible. At- <laughs> um, but I love you, and you're amazing. And I think you had your baby, and I hope you're doing well. Um, so in Mary Millions, the reality show, which is great, there was one couple that's, you know, like 20s and 60s, and you're like, ooh. And then you see this other couple that's 20s and 60s, and you're like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, it just makes sense. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They seem good. Like, it doesn't seem unhealthy, so what do I care? Um, I totally get you. And the reason this is so weird is because if you're going to date a 40-year-old, like, if I were going to date someone older than me, 
uh, I would like them to have the experience of being older than me. But this guy, it's like, it's almost like she's dating someone younger than her in a way. And I think she sort of starts to pick up on that. Um, I say she's cute and sweet and genuine and too smart for this jackass. Um, for and sure. I personally, yeah. And I said, he's going to like her until they fuck. Like what you said earlier, which is just horrible. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, I said, his heart is garbage, Alexis. <laughs> okay. She's like, she can hear me. I didn't know yet what would happen. So he invites her. He's, he texts her right then. He's like, oh, come party. Um, he's like, and he's like at his house or something or at someone's with house. With a bunch of bored people. They're <laughs> playing like fun. beer pong. Um, yeah. They're just Which like toneless like, into music. He definitely yeah. seems like the oldest person there. I didn't look too much at the other people, but definitely seemed like a bunch of uh he was 20 even early 30s and there, there he is you know playing beer pong with a bunch of people well and i just think like it's not really like a maturity thing sometimes it's just like when you are a certain age you just have more responsibilities you just can't get out of it's it's a fact of, you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you and you and i had to reschedule this podcast like four times because you as you get older you have more shit yeah stuff on. stuff happens shit to take care of it's just life mm-hmm. um and she says i can't come i have work tomorrow I, I wrote it down like, like word for word. Yeah. He says like okay, with friends ahead, partying, want to come? And then she goes, "I have work tomorrow. Are you drunk?" <laughs> yeah. And then he, do you want me to keep going or? Yeah. Go, okay. Go, go. And then he says, "It's not weird to get drunk at a barbecue with your friends." And then she wrote, "It's weird when I'm 25 and I'm getting texts from a 40 year old I'm dating while he's partying on a Monday. Not trying to sound like a bitch, but does that make sense?" And then he wrote, I'm sorry that you feel 40 is too old to have a good time with friends. Hopefully when you reach that age, you will still enjoy life like I do. And then she wrote, whoa, I wasn't trying to go that route. I'm sorry if I upset you. I like you. And then he wrote back, so savage. Great to meet you. Wish you the best. Right? And like, okay, in this isolated incident, that was pretty harsh coming from her wasn't necessary like yeah i don't i don't like that she uh wrote it's weird i'm 25 getting texts from a 40 year old partying on a monday i didn't love it either because mm, what's wrong with partying on a monday eh? (laughs) i know i'm like it's tuesday night it's 7 40 we're drinking podcasting but it's just an indication that she's uncomfortable you know it's not working for her it, it would be different probably if she knew that he had some sort of stability. I like, feel like it would be different if he texted her, like, come over and watch a movie with me instead sure. of come over and drink with me and my friends on a Monday. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw them on dates, but we didn't see every moment. And there may she may have been like, what is this guy's vibe? Like, is he just always trying to party? Because that's not really me. Mm-hmm. That's how I would feel. Um as much as i drink <laughs> i would have loved I it though i would have been like all yeah, right i'll be you know, there i'll be there in seven minutes go. i thought she was gonna go like i probably would have too uh if i were 25 especially but you know i, I think probably also because she was with her mother like that affected things too which i can see happening i i'll respond differently to things if my parents are present uh or if they're influencing me so i said i'm kind of on his side that that wasn't a fair comment 
Um, it's his life. And he's a club promoter, regardless of how much money he makes. I'm definitely on his side when he said, I'm sorry that you feel 40 is too old to have yeah. a great time with friends. Um, but I'm not on his side how he just said, great to meet you, wish you the best. Like, didn't even give her a chance to... Because she keeps texting him. She keeps, uh, like, trying to call him and explain herself. And he's just not... He's like, I told you. I told you to have a great time. I don't know what else you want from me. And it's like... Uh, we all you know, say things that are too harsh sometimes. We all say things we don't quite mean how they come out. And it's like, if you really like someone... You'll definitely give exactly. them the chance to explain themselves. Explain. So, mm-hmm. and the reason he was upset by it is clearly because it hit a nerve. If he were like really confident and like, okay, what's mm-hmm. the problem? He wouldn't have been like that. Um, and I wrote, his ego is extremely fragile. I don't know that he has any. Like I said, he doesn't have confidence. Confidence and ego are different because he's holding on to his ego by means of these apps and these women and if one of them doesn't go along with it and they're like you're gross he's done because that ruins that that takes that pulls the rug right out from under everything he's trying to do Mm -hmm. Uh, but i think he is genuinely sad about it because that wasn't how he wanted it to go down um and i just wrote he's afraid of abandonment and being hurt he's still that awkward kid inside which i believe i mean i don't know if he's gonna figure it out but we get a little bit closer as the episode kind of culminates. Um, mm-hmm. But I wrote, she obviously would have eventually continued to have a problem with his age and lifestyle, so it is better that it's done now. Yeah, it's like better you that said, they get ended it up before with. it gets to... Uh, it's better to be blunt, like, honestly. Uh, she keeps, like, trying to apologize to him. She keeps, like, calling yeah, him off the hook. He's, like, declining her calls, and then he... I don't know if this was just good editing, but he literally immediately starts swiping through Tinder. It was yep. almost like in his head he was oh, like, sure was all right, real. well, the girl I wanted to come isn't coming, so I'm going to invite a random girl that I don't even know. And it's kind of the same thing of like, oh, something happened that I don't like, I'm going to start like drinking or I'm going to start shooting up or whatever. Like, it's a substance, it's an addiction, it's something that he needs he physically wouldn't feel okay without it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh, so he has this conversation with his roommates. They tell him everything that happened. He tells them what happened. And they, I don't remember which one it was, says when he likes someone, he finds a way to sabotage it. And dating apps make that easier because they're, oh, I wrote, dating apps make that easier because they're basically de- designed for avoidance. You can easily avoid people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then we have kind of a post-mortem with Alexis, like a, a discussion about what happened. And she just goes, oh, it's a jungle out there. <laughs> and I just was like, I love Alexis and her mom. They're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, she admitted, though. She's like, you know, I, wa- I did like him. I was excited to see where things were going to go. But, you know, I said right. something wrong. So he moved on. And then she ended up admitting that it's the exact same thing with her, too. Because she's like, it's the same thing mm-hmm. with me, though. Like if I meet a guy and there's something I don't like about him, like, I move right on to, I don't give the guy a second chance. Like, it's the world we live in. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I wrote this. Di- is that the last we see from Alexis? Yes, I believe so. Because um, okay. af- everything after that is the finale, like, the ending with Jessica. Okay, because there's something else I remember that I guess I didn't write down. But, um, sure, go for it. She... Um, her mom says something to her like, 
you know, you're so young. I don't even understand why you guys need, Mm -hmm. like, dating apps and stuff nowadays. And then she's like, you're still at the point where you can go to a bar and meet somebody. And Alexis makes such a good point. And she's like, yeah, we go to bars and we meet people, but we don't actually meet them or engage with them because everyone's just sitting there on their phones the whole time anyways. And um, absolutely true. It's such a good it's such a good point. It's like, how many times have you been on a date with a guy or even just hanging out with your girlfriends or something? And everybody's just on their phone. And you're like, "Uh, we're not even hanging out. Like, what's the point of us? And everybody has that moment where they're like, why is everyone on their phone? (laughs) Yeah. Like we all we do it. It's it's upsetting. And that's why people have parties where they're like, put your phone in the bowl or whatever. Yeah, I try so fucking um, hard not to be on my phone when I'm around people. It's so hard, though, because you're just like, you feel it vibrating. You're like, is that important? And then, you know, you get a notification that's obligated. not important, but then you want to check your Facebook and your Instagram yeah, and everything. We feel, we feel obligated to these things. It's not necessarily that we don't want to be with the people or around, but we feel there's a sense of urgency and there's no like i'll getting i'll get back to you anymore it's like oh i heard it i felt it i have to respond or i have to check or i have to know um it's sorry it's human nature but it's like a twist of human nature because now it's this whole new element of technology um and i wrote that uh ghosting is like really gutless but it works very well because it's uh again in behavioral therapy it's it's an example of what we call extinction so if you want someone to stop a behavior like texting you, <laughs> uh, you just ignore it. You ignore the fuck out of it because the, the, the function of the behavior is attention. The person wants your attention. If you give it to them even once, they're going to be like, okay, I get it sometimes, so I'm going to keep trying. But if you stop and you don't reinforce the behavior at all, it eventually goes away. So that's what ghosting is. And it makes sense. It's like um, if you're hitting a vending machine and every once in a while, like, it works, you're going to keep trying. But if you hit that vending machine 20 times and it never works, you're going to eventually give up. So it's basically counting on people to, to lose hope, which is very sad. <laughs> so anyway, Jessica comes, comes over. However, Jessica doesn't say, lose hope, though. <laughs> no. Oh, Unfortunately, Jessica. she doesn't lose hope. This, well, this, this was the, one of the cringiest things I've ever seen, though. But I just want to point out before we get into it, the reason she doesn't lose hope is because he didn't didn't truly ghost her. He did respond every once in a while, and that's why she was barely like, the though. Barely. No, I know, but it's 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 uh it's called intermittent reinforcement. You never know when you're. It's like the rat. Uh, we don't get Jessica's age, which kind of bugs me a little, because maybe I would have been that girl when up. I was nineteen years old, but now at twenty nine, watching this, right. I'm like, oh, this is so cringy. Like she you can tell a guy's into you by how like by everything by how much he responds like everything and if a guy responded to you that little and reads your text and doesn't reply but then he's on twitter right after like you just know to move on so i'm just wondering how um how old she is that's all sure Uh, yeah and what experience has she had because she doesn't seem to really she looks old enough like 21 like old enough to go to a bar but i wonder how old she is it's so hard to tell it is. I I re- I got a read that she was not as young as twenty one, but definitely still young. But yeah. Not that it matters. Um, like how old she is. You know, she's awesome. But like, like you're right. If she is older, yikes! What happened? Um, 
But she says to him, like, she's in the apartment and she's crying and it's awkward. We're seeing them from behind sitting on the couch and she's crying and she's like, well, she's like, she's like, well, we get to, to the face to face where they actually like agree to have a face to face. And he, and he like is talking to the camera and he's like, you know what? I thought my text messages explained it all, but I guess not. Like this fucking girl just wants to come over and have like a face to face with me, and so which like I've been that girl. I've absolutely. Been that I want to know like, what she said to him to like. To me. Yeah, I want to know what she said to actually like convince him. Get in there. Yeah, I know that because it point. seemed like he would be like so I, no like it seemed like he would rather talk on the phone than let her come over so i wonder well i think he relies on girls giving up and she just didn't give up i don't know how the documentary crew knew how to find her and talk to her and figure this all out i don't know that's another thing where i was like wow they're really good because this is just life and this guy's dating a million fucking girls and they found one to the right one to focus on because he she does wear him down and she gets to come in and talk and she's crying and she says have you ever realized that you hurt people and i was like damn good for her and she says maybe you don't think it's a big deal um and he doesn't own tissues (laughs) so he gets her toilet paper is that what he got up and got her yes because he got up off the couch and got her something at first i thought it was tissue but did he give her toilet paper toilet paper it was a roll like i get it whatever i would lie if i said i've never cried into toilet paper a hundred fucking times oh my times, god all but, the time uh, but i'm just saying like he doesn't have tissue to offer like it's just the cherry on top of the <laughs> <laughs> um and this and girl's like plays- sobbing like bawling her eyes <sighs> out like you hurt people and he's just like staring at her with a straight face he's like well i don't but know what to tell you him. it does affect him he downplays their quote-unquote relationship. He's like, I fucked up. And it's like, whatever, fuck you. You just knew you are supposed to say that. I want to know convinced. how much he led this girl on before the cameras caught. Like, yeah. I want to know what his relationship was Shh. like with her. And Because at the beginning, I, what does she say? She says that they've been together for like a month. Yeah. But I want to know what he said to her, like how much they had sex. Like, I, I want to well, know I everything. Think, <laughs> look at him and Alexis before she said that comment. He... I think he laid it out. He says, well, I think we have something special. I'm not on the apps anymore. But at least with and Alexis, he straight up told her, like, good to meet you. Wish you the best. I wonder if he yeah, ever true. said anything yeah. like but that to Jessica. Yeah. That's because his ego was bruised. I don't think he cares if they're hurt. He only cares if he's hurt. True. Um, so you think he, the- he still led her on and then he just posted the picture, the vi- mm-hmm. the Snapchats just Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Because even after the Snapchat, she's like, can we meet up? And he goes, when? And then he goes to her again. And it's like, why did you say when? <laughs> like, you're uh, not going to talk to her. Why'd you say when? Literally um, the biggest fuckboy in history is this guy. I know. <laughs> and he's 40. Said, it's not even like he's 21. Really, he's fucking 40 years old. And he's And the I said, I don't know if it ev- ever occurs to him what uh, that other people have feelings unless they tell him. Like, he's so myopic. And then he goes in his room after this conversation. It's another scene. And he has a list of his conquests. He's like, I don't know these names. I don't know all their names. He has a Lindsay Lohan list of all the girls he's (laughs) ever had sex with in his life. And I wrote, epitome of insecurity. He's a fucking loser. And he has no room left at the end. No, and he says, the conversation was a slap upside the head that I needed from someone. I was a fucking asshole. And I was like... 
yeah, I mean, yeah, you are a fucking asshole. You've been an asshole for over 20 years. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I wish I did this. Like, the notebook thing. A list? Yeah. Hell yeah. I have, the, I have my list in my head. It's not that long. I mean, it's, like, 14, I think. I mean, if I really wanted to, I could think about it. But sometimes I wish it was just kind of there. For me to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I get that it, guy. I get it. But it wouldn't be like as long guy. as this guy's. But you're like, it's not even the length. It's just like he has no life and he's a loser. And now he has like this list is his pride and joy. Like if you had it, it wouldn't be your pride and joy. You'd yeah, like, you're not this a, is a fucking record of my life. Twenty year old girl, like you're a forty year old man. Why do you have a list of all the girls you've in like your composition notebook? <laughs> yeah, <just> like, really. <laughs> that Hi. was really shocking uh, to me. It was. It was like, wow, I didn't think we'd go there, but okay. And he's immediately like, oh, I suck. Like, you know, it's like, how did this never occur to you before? So he says that for a 40-year-old, his behavior is unacceptable. And he sees that now, except that he blames the media and the apps. (laughs) Yes, being enabled means you already have, and I wrote, being enabled means you already are doing something. It's just something is helping you do it. Like, so it came from you. So anyway. He finally understands that ghosting hurts. And I said, get a brain. <laughs> and he's like, I'll call every girl I ever hurt. Right. And then Jessica says, I finally moved on from that garbage. <laughs> this is my last note. Yeah, we get like a different clip of her. She's like, has different hair and everything. She's yeah, like, yeah, I moved true. on from that garbage. It's She's like, like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I watched the B-roll. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl. That must be so fucking embarrassing. Ugh. I wouldn't do it, but at I least we e- have it. And can't we can even imagine. I can't either. Justine, thank you so much for covering. Well, the the, the episode ends with him setting different age perimeters on his Tinder. Oh my god, that's right. He's like, oh, won't be twenty five anymore. It'll be twenty seven. So he yes, yeah, so he doesn't get off Tinder, but instead of being uh, twenty four, the <laughs> oldest, like, okay, his oldest, oldest is girl. like thirty. So it doesn't even really change that. I mean, thirty to forty is better. <laughs> Uh, this guy, I don't know how many dates he's going to get after this. Anybody who watches Netflix, I wouldn't date him. Um, but some women, you know, feel like they need to fix someone. So maybe that's what he's going for. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. He has no, like you said, he has no, no emotional intelligence. And, uh, that's not a good look. Mm -mm. No, but what we learn is it doesn't pay to be a douchebag. So... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Except when it does, unfortunately. More for me, because I live in America, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, Justine, do you have anything that you want to say? Or do you want to plug your Instagram? Your yeah. Um, come listen to my podcast. It's called Did I Make That Up? Sarah was a guest, and we had so Yay. much fucking fun talking about Jersey Shore. I'm going to have her on again, again soon. Yeah, I'm going to have her yes. on again soon to do an episode of Four Weddings, if she's still down. Ah, I love that show. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I've seen every episode. We're absolutely doing it. <laughs> Pick one and we're going to do it. The mic. Okay, um, and then follow my the podcast Instagram, D-I-M-T-U underscore podcast. And from there, you can find my personal if you want to creep me. I'm okay with that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She will not ghost you guys. Not like. Uh, no. 
<laughs> Some, not like James, piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much yes. for doing that. Thank you so much for having me. Cheer me again. You're the best. And I hope you guys enjoy. And that's what we learned. Ooh. And goodbye.
Okay, I'm back whenever. Okay. <laughs> You're ready. Sorry, I had to be so bad. So quick. Uh, well, the bathroom is, like, right I don't know anyone who pees that quick. Damn. <laughs> That's my superpower. I can pee really quickly when I need to. Um, I just because I have to pee all the time. It's my affliction. I finally know why though. My um, I've had intestinal like gut problems forever, mm-hmm. and I now know that when my gut is having issues, it just holds in all the water, and so when it starts to like normalize, I just it just lets it out and i just have to pee constantly do you have to get up like anyway, 500 times in the middle of night to pee yes and it's the worst because i do and it's so annoying i know i want to freaking like catheter <laughs> oh it's the I fucking swear, worst i pr- i'm so proud of myself because like <laughs> i can finally pee in the ocean <laughs> i never used to be able to pee in the water um, but fine, but there's no bathrooms at the beach. And even if there were, they'd be closed because of COVID. And so I've trained myself to be in the, in the ocean. So I'm getting less, um, uh, prohibited by my bladder. <laughs> but yes, I do have to get up a million times a night. And that's super annoying. Uh, my cats are in here now. Hi guys. Did you give them what food? Okay. Do you mind giving them what food? My cats are hungry they're gonna start yelling if i don't if we don't get them left <laughs> <laughs> this is appeasement it's appeasement says kyler <laughs> all right 